wrong. I had two things here. Where'd those go? What two things? Oh, these two things? The yeah. tiny hat? They're uh, late Christmas them. gifts for you guys. You fucker. Oh. <laughs> this you, one's for you. No, you fucker. <laughs> you didn't have to do this. And this one's for you. Oh, you fucker. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> I was going to give them to you at Christmas, but it was the time we had TJ over, and I was like, uh -huh. well, I didn't get one for TJ. Mm -hmm. Got you two posters oh. for my boys. Oh. Pacific Rim and Godzilla. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Can't wait for my girlfriend to hate that. <laughs> I gotta uh, travel to uh, Isla Nublar from Jurassic Park. Come on. For my boys. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You didn't have to buy, sweet buy Christmas gift. Merry Christmas. I'm too cheap to buy you one. <laughs> I mean, they were they were on super sale, so I was like, oh, I got the Quartiz. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, I resisted opening that. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, well, Merry Christmas in uh, late January. Yep. Folks, welcome to another episode of Never Seen Any of This. I'm oh, Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm Raymond. And TJ's not here. Oh, not uh, yet. Again. Not yet. We we. We're like, he's back. I mean, we already said this last episode. But we're like, he's, he'll be here. He'll he'll make it eventually. I mean, in TJ fashion, he'll be here once in a while. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I love that boy. <laughs> that boy. Mm, that boy. Uh, and hopefully when he's back, we uh, figure out the mic situation a little bit better. People that listen to that episode, those two episodes, we, I'm sure have noticed that yeah. he is very quiet. We're doing our best. I think uh, in the near future, it may be time to invest in a mixer and another mic. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge. Well, yeah. When, when, we uh, when we as come soon as we it. get our first uh, ad read from A-List, we'll be get able to get another. I'll keep plugging, hoping <laughs> yeah. that one day we'll get that sweet email. <laughs> saying, I'm checking. Just waiting for the email with the headline, boys, you made it. <laughs> uh, so, we're uh, getting back into the groove of things. Mm -hmm. New year, new me. and uh, we're... Same us. Yeah. I mean, same the... us. Yeah. New year, same us. Yeah. But we're getting back into the groove of watching a movie every week and uh, mm -hmm. then talking about it. Yeah. So, uh, this week was Raymond's pick. Right. And Raymond, what did you pick for us to watch? I picked 2016's Free Fire. Free Fire. A movie that I had not seen. Right, I had not seen it either. But Sammy had seen it. <laughs> I did see it. But you wanted to see it, so yes. you picked it. Yeah, and I, I saw, I didn't see it in theaters uh, when it came out uh, available on Redbox. Mm. Well, I had a free Redbox, and Kenzie and I wanted to see it. Um, Brie Larson's great, uh, so we were like, we gotta support Brie. Mm -hmm. So we watched it. Um, but it was, I mean, back in 2016, so. The best way to support Brie mm -hmm. is with a Ritz cracker. Oh. Oh no! Wow. I had to outpun oh, you, you stupid oh. son of a bitch. What did I do? You're the king of puns. I didn't of do anything yet. Mr. Prove it on this podcast. <laughs> Prove never, it. Never made a pun in my life. Never. Uh, yeah. That was so, a good one. Raymond, what did you think, Free Fire? I had a good time with it. Yeah. Um, I went in not knowing very much about it. I, had, from from what I understood, it was a small movie. That had a bunch of character actors and a couple bigger names doing a small budget action movie. As far as I knew, it was that just an action movie? And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm into that. Mm -hmm. And I was just browsing Netflix the other day, and I was like, hey, I've been wanting to watch that for a while. Let's make the boys do it. Yeah, yeah. So we put it in. We did. Turn I mean, it on. We, yeah, sure. We because it's put, on Netflix. Put, yeah, put it we, in. We put it on Netflix. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was a fun. Inconsequential time. Yeah. It's a nice uh, low-budget movie where well, the director and writer Ben Wheatley just, like, 
was like, well, you know, it'd be cool if the whole movie was a shootout. And yes. you get to see that. I think that the movie uh, tells you exactly what it is, uh-huh. and it uh, delivers on that. I was... Yeah. I was kind of waiting for something extra to happen, but it really yeah. was just, this is a shootout, and it's a bad time for everyone, mm-hmm. yeah. and everybody's double-crossing, and everyone's turning, and, uh, you know, for a 90-minute movie, I think it works pretty well on, yeah. uh, on maintaining the, the tension of the shootout. There's mm-hmm. always a new thing to be watchful for, mm-hmm. like every 10 minutes, there's some, some sort of dynamic change. And I thought that the, uh, it, it was really good at establishing the, the building that they were, the mm-hmm. geography of it. Because it was like knowing where people warehouse. were at. I knew uh-huh. where everybody was at. Yep. It was easy to know who was on whose side mm-hmm. until it was intentionally confusing to right. be like, wait, <laughs> who are we shooting? Yeah. Um, but I and uh, I had read in the IMDb trivia that apparently Ben Wheatley had built the set in uh, Minecraft while he was writing it. <laughs> Good. So that's how he was able to write it out. And, you know, uh, if it works, don't try and fix it. I mean, yeah, that's what Minecraft's for. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I thought it was fun. I thought it had a lot of in, inventive uh, things in a shootout. I really liked the scene where there was like a big wheel that they were. Oh yeah, going the guy behind. was trying. To, yeah, like using it as cover and yeah. Mm-hmm. And and uh, yeah, I, the reveal of the phone in the building was really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, the soundtrack was really good. Yeah, you were mentioning it. Oh, we have to know it's in the seventies because uh, CCR the CCR plays one of the first things yeah. that you hear. Welcome to the jungle. Uh, I have not seen. Any... Oh no, not welcome to the jungle. <laughs> That's not the song that's that played. That's not the song that played. You're gonna die. <laughs> oh. Maybe that one should have played. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Fam- I don't. I don't think I've seen any other uh, Ben Wheatley movies, but no. I had heard of him. What else has yeah. he done? He did. Uh, I, I just said uh, High, Rise, High Rise, which has Tom Hiddleston in it and Jeremy Irons. And oh, okay. he did a movie called Kill List, which is supposed mm-hmm. to be really, really good. Hmm. He did, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but I, there's like a Medieval Times one that he did. That mm. Apparently he's sort of like a, um, from what I can tell, he's really good at like action gore. Mm. Which, it looks like it from this yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. That'd be his staple. And, and it, I think I read that this movie was him, like, he just needed something to do. Sure. It was like a perfect way to show off his, you know, it's a good learning tool as a director to be able to make an effective shootout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, why not just make the whole movie this? I saw something where it's it's now the longest running technical technically it's the longest running shootout in movie history because it's fifty five minutes from the first bullet to the last bullet. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome yeah. in a ninety minute movie. I mean, so yeah. It's like yeah, it's a that's a perfect proof of concept if you want to do any action movies going forward. You go here's this ninety minute movie, the whole thing. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what like was is so great about it is like a lot of shootout scenes you don't people don't really get hit. Right. A whole lot. And that's like, so much what this movie is, is people get hit. People get hit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, very funny. The, is usually it's like one hit, one kill. And this yeah. movie, it's like they all get hit. Like a couple yeah. times, yeah. And they like, and just the progression through the movie of them like losing more blood and getting more tired. And like there's a, even just a part where everyone's just like resting and like closing their eyes and uh-huh. just like hanging out for a second. Or like, yeah, after the first like round where everyone's like trying to bandage up. And it's just funny to see like the progression is they get shot more and more lose more blood. Mm-hmm. The more like active they're being is, yeah, they're like crawling or rolling mm-hmm. around. And It goes in like phases. You yes, can measure yeah. by that. Every time they all stop to take a break, it's like, all right, on to the next round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love Brie Larson. Yeah. Yeah. She I've wasn't doing a whole Brie. lot in this movie, but she's doing uh, fine. Yeah. 
I, I, I thought for sure she was going to turn out to be a cop. Uh-huh. Because he, like, asks her right at the beginning. He's like, you, you a cop? Uh-huh. Yeah. You have to tell me if you're a cop. Right. Which is a real rule. Thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, Andy, you have to tell me if you're a cop. Are you a cop? You can't ask me. I asked yes. you first. Yes. I asked you Sammy, first. you're a fucking cop. <laughs> oh, no you're cops. You're a fucking rat? Because you know what I, yeah. You know what I'm not? A fucking rat. No. a fucking rat. <laughs> and I... I, I don't, I mean, Army Hammer does, isn't in, like, a lot of, I mean, all I'm thinking is Lone Ranger, but, well, like, he's so, movies. right, I yeah. mean, The Man from Uncle, which yeah. is a perfect which film. you need to have us he, watch, because yes. I haven't seen, but, yeah. he, oh, I love that. I should have done that. He's so, he's so charismatic, it's insane, like, yeah. he's just, Army, he's so funny. good at being charismatic, mm-hmm. I love it. Army Hammer needs to be in more low-budget bu- low fun stuff, because mm-hmm. when you can tell that he's having fun... Like, like, sorry like, to bother you. He's having exactly. so much fun yeah. in that movie. Yeah. And he's great. He's like, yeah. he's the standout. Mm-hmm. And I just think he's, like, he thinks he's, in this movie specifically, he thinks he's, like, a super likable guy and everyone likes him. But then as it progresses, like, no, no, one, no one likes no one him. He's like, it. yeah. Yeah, at one point, he's like, anyone gonna ask me how I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, no, Army Hammer is great. Uh, ever since uh, Social Network. Oh, yeah? He plays the twins yeah, in that boss. movie. That's yeah. right, yeah. Which, mm-hmm. for the longest time, I did not know that that was, that was him. Twice? I thought it was twins. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, they're still, I mean, I think they just killed the twin after that movie, so they. Yeah. So you didn't know. But, uh. Tragic I Hollywood mean, backstory. Yeah. Well, his name was, uh, Navy, um, Navy Screwdriver. Oh, well. <laughs> Alright, that's the end of this box. So, I'm gonna absolve. <laughs> <laughs> My thanks. Are you are you my are you God? Because you just absolved me of my sins. Wow. What? That's, what's his name? That's a, a crime. So bad. No one else has ever said anything terrible I, on this podcast. Now it's just I you. I know you're not a cop now because you couldn't commit a crime like that. Oh, you're right. In fact, you should make a citizen's arrest. Right yeah, now. I mean, fair enough. Citizen's murder. I think. Oh, okay. Whoa, wait, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thanks for the poster, you piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, and I mean, I feel like I say this so much, and then every time I uh, commend Raymond, because I watch too many trailers of movies and uh-huh. go in with expectations of the trailer setup, and then it, like, isn't what I expected I would, from the trailers. This one's easier, because it's an A24 low-budget movie. Right. I don't know how many chances I even had to see the trailer. <laughs> yeah, so I remember seeing the trailer, like, when it was in theaters, I was like, we gotta see that movie, and that's why we, when I had a free Redbox and it was in uh-huh. Redbox, I was like, let's get it. But it, it definitely made it seem like it was more of, like, just a straight-up comedy through mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's a majority, it's mainly comedic. It is funny. Yeah, it yes. is funny, but it's not just straight-up a comedy, mm-hmm. like, slapstick stuff. So that's, yeah. when I saw it the first time, I was like, oh, I, it wasn't what I was expecting going mm-hmm. into it. But, I mean, now, I mean, I've seen a lot more A24 movies since then, and... Um, knew going into it the second time, I, I enjoyed it. I, it's still really funny. I, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I can never say his name correctly, but District 9 guy. Charto uh, Copley? Yeah. Yes, he's so funny. Even if he's not saying anything funny, just the way he delivers his lines is uh-huh. funny. So I found myself just laughing because he just, whatever offhand remark he says is just so funny in the movie. 
He's great. He is great. I mean, so many of his quips in this movie are just him referencing that he is from Hurt and that he's from South Africa. That he's from South Africa. Well, yeah, as he's walking up, Brie Larson's like, oh, he was a child genius, but it didn't pan out for him, but he Uh never got over it. And you can tell. Misdiagnosed as a child genius. Yeah, you you can tell. He just thinks he's all that. Uh At that one point, the one guy's like, "Uh, are everyone from South Africa like you? And he's Uh like, no, I'm unique. And he's like, all right, Vernon. <laughs> Whatever. That that was another great part of this movie, just the dialogue and even like how they did the dialogue because there was a couple times where like multiple people were talking at once uh-huh. and they did a good, good job of like people that were in the background, like you could kind of hear it if you uh-huh. really listened to it, but you like were mainly supposed to hear what was in in front of you right. where you're listening to, but you like there were some like side conversations way in the background that were still really funny that people were uh-huh. just like talking, but yeah, there was a lot of that like and yeah, just their back and forth conversations throughout were just cuz I no one was like there was only, like, two guys that really, like, were mad at each other. But it was just the situation that they were in that they had to be shooting at Nobody each other. Nobody was going to calm down and talk it out. It right. And like, you have I've to gotta kill this the guy. money back. So yeah. it's like everyone's for themselves to get the money. Yeah. yeah. Which that, Steve-O, what a, what a dumbass. Yeah, uh, I was like, at, at one point when they were all arguing, I was like, why do they care about Steve? Why don't yeah. they just give him to the guy? Well, it's Frank's brother-in-law. They, at esta- that point, they established that pretty uh, early on, and so I think that's kind of what the made it seem like, oh, still, he doesn't want to just give him up. Yeah, but it seems like Frank doesn't really like the Well, guy. no, but it's like family still. You see, like, that's at, why I think that's why they established, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I say at that point, fuck it. I yeah. give him over. I mean, if guy. he really did bottle that lady. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which it makes it very clear that he pr- probably did. And if he was his bro- brother-in-law, then he's out, like, screwing around on the guy's sister. So, like, right, yeah, yeah, give that guy up. Yep. Which I thought was so funny when you pointed out that the dude with the long hair and glasses is the guy from Midsummer, Yeah. Uh, the Jack, boyfriend Jack from Midsummer. Yeah. I mean, he's so good in this movie. <laughs> like, I, I I didn't think he had been anything else. Cause... I couldn't tell until he got, like, bug eyes at something. I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually... Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he did so great at playing this character uh-huh. in this movie. He was... I really like that character. I think he's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, just not seeing him naked in a, a cult sex room. In fact, he's got a him. lot of clothes and hair. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You don't that have to that see helped. That. <laughs> not in a bear suit. suit so no. No. not stuffed inside a bear. No. <laughs> that movie certainly not. Yeah, this is a a, a lighter A twenty four affair. Yeah. Yes. This is just where they're doing like a Blumhouse, and it's like you want to make a movie for like a couple million. There yeah. you go. Oh yeah, I'm sure this movie was not that expensive because it looks like you get. It's one location. One location. There's like eight actors. That's probably <laughs> yeah. really was an abandoned like mm-hmm. factory. Like that's not that right. hard to find to find and mm-hmm. make up, and then you can trash the place. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, yeah, probably the actors, the cast is what you're paying the most. But most mm-hmm. of them it seems like they've been in other things for Ben Wheatley, so mm-hmm. doing him some favors. And mm-hmm. pro- I'm sure it didn't take that long to film. No. So yeah, why not? It feels like it could have been done in like a week. And I think, Who knows how long it yeah. was, but it could have been. That would done. be interesting. And if I remember yeah. correctly, like A twenty four marketed the shit out of this, so it did pretty well. In I theaters. remember hearing the name a lot. I just yeah. never saw a trailer for it. Yeah, I think. Well, I just think it did really well when it came out. Right. Well, for for how I, much it was. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what Blumhouse does right, so that's, well. That's the success of a small indie film company is you put out a movie for no money, and then when you release it. Just putting it in, like, a bunch of theaters gets you your money back. Right. As yeah. long as it's a decent movie. Right. Are there other lighthearted A24 movies? 
Yeah, I think so, but they're just fewer and further between at okay. this point. Yeah. Because they're really, at this point, they're really becoming a horror brand. Yeah. Right. They still do, uh... They it's did... a lot of independent... I mean, they did, uh... Lady Bird? Yeah. Lady Bird, okay. Lady Bird. Yeah, they did 8th right. grade, mm-hmm. which... Mm-hmm. Those are lighthearted. They're oh, stressful, but very stressful. Eighth grade. I would is say stressful. Lady Bird is a lot, lot more lighter. I still think that eighth grade is a comedy, though. Yes, yes, yeah. a stressful comedy. Uh, but you know, I think Eight Twenty Four does a lot more. I mean, at this yeah. point, they're putting out like eight or ten movies a year. They're right. movies that make the biggest impact are usually horror, right? Mm-hmm. And and then they also do like the uh, they do a lot of Oscar dramas. Like they did Moonlight. They did right. That. They did do Moonlight. Mm-hmm. They did Waves. Um, Ooh, waves. I've heard a twenty four comedy is a whole list here, but it's like Ooh. one a year. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do less, but I mean they Oh, they did Disaster Artist and they did Tusk. Yeah. I don't know about Tusk. That yeah. It's a comedy. Um Well, I know it is a comedy, but No, it's a comedy, Sammy. I know I know it's a comedy, but No it is. No, but I I know, but They did the lobster. Oh, my favorite comedy. Your favorite comedy. Yeah, that's listed under comedy. What do you mean here. by that? You don't like lobster? I think the lobster is a comedy for the first half, and then it turns oh, right, into yeah. like a, a very, very disturbing drama. Dark like comedy, Tusk. and even the first yeah. half is a very dark comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. That I movie. do like that movie, I do, but I do, really I do think it, it takes a hard turn right. halfway through. Yeah, uh, when they're like making him dig his own grave. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> he ends. With, all right, I don't know. We already we did an episode. We did it this. for the. I was gonna yeah. say it ends with him going to the bathroom to decide if he's gonna peck his eyes peck out. his eyes out or not. Yeah. What a funny movie. What a good time. Oh, great. I think. Maybe they didn't. I thought they also did the favorite, but maybe not. I didn't see it listed, so maybe not. Yeah, maybe um, not. I thought there was a lot of uh, a lot of fun little gags in this movie. Yeah, it's like the John Denver van is so funny that the eight track is just playing the whole time yeah. it's going. Yeah. Like that in itself is very funny because it's a warehouse, so you can see it, you can hear it blaring everywhere. And then when they get Jack Rayner gets back in the van at the end, and it's just playing as he's slowly turning. Two when, gags in itself. Yeah. And when when did this come out? 2016. Okay. So, it was either 2017 or 2018, I, I think, where the um, the John Denver estate right. like, opened it up, so, like, every movie had Has, yeah had Country Roads in it. I think that it is right around that time, because it's uh-huh. like, that's Kingsman 2, and all of those. And all Alien same... Covenant, yes. and Logan Lucky, mm-hmm. and those all were in the same summer, and they all had, and it wasn't just, like, part of the movie, it was, like, a large part of the plot revolved mm-hmm. around that song. Yeah. I was glad it wasn't Country Roads for this movie. Yeah. yeah. It was something no, I, different. I liked it. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Country Roads. But it's even it is... funnier that it's just like a ballad. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's great. And Army Hammer's like, funny story about John Denver. And he gets we shot. You never know. I, yeah, it's, it is really a surprising ending to the movie that mm-hmm. only one person gets out of there. I mean, that's not surprising to me in a shootout. Well, well, well yeah, I mean, but I... It's who, not anyone who, you would have expected. Right, that's what I was, that yeah, is, yeah. Yes. I, I kind of assumed Brie Larson would be one of the people. I just, uh, yeah, I thought it was like, for sure that uh, District 9 guy would mm-hmm. make it out. Or, I mean, he, yeah. he put yeah. in a good effort. Right. He, he got sure shot did. like four times and caught Burned fire, alive and then, and then shot again. Yes. I thought everybody made a good effort after, uh, like, the first guy took almost to the end of the movie for everybody to die. Right. Everybody died right there at the end, pretty much. Yeah, I thought for sure that the... The Stevo, when he gets shot, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna die right away." When you know, like movies, like mm-hmm. you're, yeah. usually someone gets shot there and they're done. It makes but it almost just... the entire way to the end. But it is funny that he is the worst for wear at near the end because he was shot first, so uh-huh. he's lost the most amount of blood. So he's the one that's like falling asleep, yeah, uh-huh. and he's trying to keep him awake. <laughs> mm-hmm. But and what you said earlier, 
it is great that like something new is presented every uh-huh. once in a while. So it's not like because as soon as it's like, oh, this, what's going to happen next? What are they going to do next? And those two other guys showed up. Or like, oh, what are they? She's going to just walk out, and then the phone mm-hmm. rings. So there's always like something that's like adding to it that they have to like. It's like a fucking uh, team death match, mm-hmm. and like a, yeah, and a shooter. And I think uh, I also read that he was very influenced by Counter Strike. Oh, okay. Sure. So, perfect. Uh-huh. It very much is like that, where it's like, it's one team against the other team, and then it's like, or a free-for-all, and then it's just like, a new obstacle appears yeah. every so often. It's like, it's, it's good timing. In a 90-minute mm-hmm. movie, I don't know how long it takes them to start shooting, maybe 20 minutes, but it's like, maybe 25 minutes? But after maybe. that, it's like, after that, it's like, every 5 to 10 minutes, there's something new is presented, or, uh-huh. or an alliance changes, or something. Mm-hmm. Each And that's... It's good script writing. Yeah. It's good, like, there's a hook to keep you going. I think that Army Hammer would have had a very different career had the Lone Ranger paid out. Yeah. Because I, I don't think he would have been able to do smaller, fun things like this. Probably would have been money. contracted to do that forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Him and Johnny Depp doing that forever. But thank thank God that movie is bad. And bomb. He's fun in it. it. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. I it's, watched it on TV in parts multiple times, so yeah. I've seen the whole movie. It's yeah. pretty bad. There's there's some fun set pieces and Army Hammer's fun in it, but like it's not the script's not there. Johnny Depp's being like peak mm-hmm. not good Johnny yeah. Depp. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't, rolling off that Jack Sparrow. He's showing up just doing a Jack Sparrow but Native American. It's like hey. Yeah. Okay. That movie did not do well and uh I think we would have gotten a whole lot more. Army yeah. Hammer would not have been able to be in like fun indie movies like this uh, a- anymore. And uh, also, if that movie had done well, they were going to completely redo Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at oh, Disneyland right. to be a Lone Ranger ride. So, oh, uh, we missed out. Sorry, I would have come out more to see that movie if that would have been the case. Oh, had, had yeah, you I known? Want, yeah, I love it when they take beloved rides and update them <laughs> for new movies. I yeah, love that. Exactly. It's, everybody loves that. Yeah. So. Who cares about Tower of Terror? I want Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, now don't get ahead of yourself. That <laughs> ride fucks. <laughs> I haven't been since I was 11. That, so. was a, that was a bad version of the Tower of Terror to begin with. Oh, okay. So it's okay that it's Guardians. Well, all right. But then, that's all I have to say about that. I don't like uh, the lore of Scotland. I want Frozen instead. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, all right. Maelstrom's better. All right. And it's uh, Norway, you fucking swine? <sighs> I tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Yeah, like, no, I, went, like... I took a shot in the dark. It's all right. It's all right. I knew there were trolls in it. <laughs> and you go backwards. Yeah. That's all I remember. All right. Well. I, I also like that the the guns are very realistic in this. Yeah. The, like, it's, it's got like a very similar economy to John Wick, where it's like yeah. they keep running out of bullets all the time. And then they they like, to, them actually the shooting is like a real, right. it's not like... Super. They gotta right. keep track Over. of their bullets. It's not just unlimited ammo. Right. Yes. And they also there's a lot of pings. There's a lot of whizzes as they go by. Yeah. It's like it's not silent. It's not just a <laughs> as it hits something. I also liked the the part where uh, Charlotte so Copley was it was trying to shoot the guy and Army Hammer was like use both hands. Yeah. <laughs> and then his shot got better. <laughs> and yeah, no one's like a really lands. yeah no one's like a really good shot. Like even no. like point blank Except almost they're like missing. Silly Murphy because he's like a gun guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he gets pretty fucked up pretty early on, uh, so he's right. like he's sidelined most of it. Yeah, yeah. and um, and it only really happens at the first shootout. But a lot of like ricochets is what uh-huh. hurt people. Like the guy right off the get go, like the the just the shrapnel like gets the side uh-huh. of his head, uh-huh. or yeah, and 
one guy gets hit because it bounces off of like a metal thing, and then he gets hit from it. So there was then that, that didn't really happen as much later, but I thought that was cool. That like, oh, I also thought it was, bullets moving aren't just yeah. going straight through everything; they'll bounce. I them. thought it was really inventive when uh, Frank and Charlotte Copley are mm-hmm. upstairs, oh, and yeah. he uses the paint can to look around the corner, and uh, then yeah. shoots off the paint can. Right. Yep. So that was really cool. It's a lot yeah. of small little things. It's like, oh yeah, look, yeah. like if you're going to be in one set, how do you change? You're what you have to use. So it's not just uh, people shooting at each other. Exactly. For right. Ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The the gas cans good. The paint cans good. The the umbrellas are really funny because it's an umbrella warehouse. <laughs> oh yeah. Them. Yeah. And then, and then the guy yeah getting shot in the head. His brain's exposed, but then he <laughs> lays down for lays an down hour. for like yeah almost an hour. That just is up, and he's like ready to kill everybody. He is great. He, he checks in like once every twenty five minutes before that, where he's like. I'm just regrouping. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. It also... And <laughs> he never gets up until It then. kind of felt like he, he came back just so we could find out that he was the third guy that uh-huh. set up... Right. Sure. And almost, I almost like that when Brie Larson just kind of tells it at the end, that it would have been cool to just be like, oh, yeah, he hired them. Yeah. <laughs> or, but it is, yeah, it is funny that he, like, walks up to him and talks to him, even though he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then when he stops out in the open, it's just like, wait, I'm reloading. <laughs> no one shoots at him. Yeah. I mean, the man survived with his brain exposed. Yeah. yeah. He was a fucking zombie. Yep. Yeah, that was, fuck, I didn't realize you hadn't seen Man from Uncle. I'll have to do that. I have not seen that one yet. Yeah, That's on my list of things I want to watch. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. That movie is awesome. So maybe I'll, I'll pick it, it together for this. at one point? I don't think we did. Okay. But we've talked about it. Right. It is very good. You'll toss so many coins to your Witcher that right. day. Is that boy. Guy Ritchie? It. Did Guy Ritchie do that? Yes, he did. Is that it's, the last good Guy Ritchie movie in so the last far. 20 years? We'll, we'll find out what happens with The Gentleman, but... So far, Let's yes. Let's hope. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that trailer looks good, but you know how I feel with... I love trailers more than I <laughs> sometimes like the movie. In front of a couple different movies. Yeah. So I'm, I'm about ready to come over to Raymond's camp of the not watching trailers. Trying not to watch them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had watched the Quiet Place 2 trailer, but then, like, going to the movies, you're gonna see those trailers. So, yeah. I just need to be uh, like, Raymond, who... What movie was it? I think it was Star Wars that you walked out of the movie theater, so you didn't see it, and then you came back in. Oh, maybe that ends a Spider-Man. Oh, he definitely oh, yeah. did it for a Spider-Man. I yeah. knew, I knew that I had heard Sony was just giving away everything in the trailer. They right. so were. I just walked out. Yeah, there was, I know there. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah, you stood up and you walked that out. Was I was Spider-Man. like, Raymond, what a hero. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I almost, w- I'm thinking about not watching any more trailers for Tenant. So that uh, I'm complete, that like, I only saw that first, because the first trailer didn't give away that much. No, and I only, and that's what I'm mad about. It's like, I only have seen it once in front of the first time we saw Star Wars. And I have seen three movies since then. And yeah. it hasn't been in front of any other movie. And, uh, and I wa- I haven't watched it online because I was like, I'll probably see it again in theaters. And have not. Yeah. So I almost, I want to see that trailer again, but I, have, I haven't. Yeah. yeah. I miss getting hyped for seeing, like, seeing trailers and being hyped for movies and doing all that. But also now they cut trailers so that you just have to see the whole movie. In right. Five seconds, 30 seconds, and a minute and a half to two minutes. Yeah. It's like, I, I yeah. Give me 30 seconds. I'm good. That's, so, that's yeah. all I need. Sony's really bad at, at that, mm-hmm. where they feel like they need to give you the entire plot. Is Tenet mm-hmm. Sony? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, are we going to get too many trailers Warner Brothers for that? who but is hit and miss with their trailers. I feel like mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan's pretty good about his trailers yeah. not yes. giving anything away. So That is true. I wouldn't watch another one for Tenet. I've seen no. enough of yeah. that one we saw. Right. I uh, wish that I had not seen the second trailer for 1917. Mm. Because it gave away quite a bit. Oh, really? the, like the main trailer, you can kind of, as you're watching the movie, you can kind of guess. 
as yeah. you're going through what's going to happen. So you kind of. I mean, you know. I understood kind of what the deal was, but yeah, it's from criticism I had seen. It's like every they put every star performance in the trailers, mm-hmm. and it's like yep. well now you except know for when, one. It's like yeah. if you when you get to a certain point in the movie, you're like, well, they haven't met that person yet. Right. So clearly, you yes, know, that's yeah. who the, you right. can figure out by process of elimination mm-hmm. of when he's going to show up. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I guess I can kind of lean into. The, do you guys have anything else to say about uh, Free Fire? The score is fun. Score is fun. Mm-hmm. It, it's a uh, it's Clint Mansell, I think. Sure, which I'll is, agree with you. It's good. I know Mondo did a special yes, release of this, which score. I also heard was fantastic. Yeah. Usually means it's I just good. like mm-hmm. like when, the more chaotic it gets, the more chaotic the music gets. Uh, like specifically when the guy who got shot in his head is walking around, oh, it's just like a saxophone, like this, that, just going yeah, wild. Like solo. <laughs> yeah, it's just like freeform jazz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is great. Yeah, so I, yeah, I agree. Soundtrack was good. Yeah, it's a it's a good fun time if you like shootouts. Shootouts for a shootouts whole movie. A little gore. There was our thirty there minute. Was. I told you. All right, we done it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoyed it watching it the second time. Um, it's not a straight up comedy throughout. If that, that's what you thought it was going to be, so now you know. But it's a fun <laughs> one. Know. Yeah, I'm liking all A24 movies yeah. that I've seen. Good pick, Raymond. Yeah. Good, good job, pick. Raymond. Thank you. It was a good, uh, quick pull movie to watch. Mm-hmm. It's great. There's a. I was looking through my my bookshelf of movies, and we're running out of ones mm-hmm. that. One of you has not seen right. that I own, so I'm like, I still got a long list. There's of there's a couple of them. I I pulled them out to look at them. I was like, ah, that's like two and a half hours. Right. I was like, ah, that one's got a lot of plot shit going on. It's like, what do we? What about we do like a ninety minute shootout? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun to just put on the ones that are just yeah. sit back and enjoy kind of movies with my boys. With the boys, with the boys, it's just a Chilling fun raucous time. Um, uh, how how long do you think? Where would you have died in the shootout? Uh, I think I would have ran away. Right off the get-go? <laughs> just yeah, as soon as the got, guns came out? I would have got just... shot trying to run away. Oh, okay. You'd be the one guy that just stood up and was like, I'm invisible, <laughs> and tries to walk <laughs> and just gets shot? Yeah. All right. I'd say probably the first third due to a ricochet. <laughs> that would be, yeah. I'm doing just my best. Ricochet gets you. That ricoch- would, yeah. yeah. Um, I would be the sharpshooter, because uh, Boy Scouts, I was uh, in the Five Dime Club. With the rifle, and I'm sure I still got it. I'm sure you do. <laughs> do you know what that is? I know. I never made it past Cub Scouts. Oh, so. well, they, they had the rifle badge where mm. if you could shoot 25 shots, and you had five groups of five, okay. and if you could put a dime over it, you'd, you'd be in the five-dime club. And I was in it. Wow. So, I mean... Expert marksman. Expert marksman. I would, I would make it through the whole thing. I think I'd kill a couple people. Uh-huh. Actually, that's not true. I'd make it to Weeblos. Oh, good. I'd make it to Weeblos. Weeblos one or two. Probably one, <laughs> since I don't have any recollection past that. I'm retconning my answer, and I'm going to make it long enough to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to run, shoot me. Yeah. But I'll, I mean, he's based on the movie, nerd. I would live a little bit longer, because you okay. only shot me once. Okay, you're right. I'll use my knot-tying knowledge <laughs> from, from my Cub Scout days and tie your fucking shoes together, you nerd. <laughs> you nerd. But try, try then I'd probably burn. Dead. I'd burn up. How Good. about that? I'd kill a couple people, then I'd burn a lot. All right. That's how I'd go out. All right. The right way to go out is being burned alive. Yeah. The only way to go out. The man's way. <laughs> the man's way. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we don't have a ton to talk about on what we've been watching no, in the last week, bit. but I've got a couple things to talk about, and mm-hmm. the one thing that we can both talk about together is Sammy and I saw 1917 right. this past weekend. We did. I've been dying to see that movie since the 
I mean, really since the first trailer came out, mm -hmm. but then when I saw on Twitter that it was filmed as a one-shot movie, I was like, oh, no way, I have to see this movie. Yeah. And I've been just so mad that it was a small release on Christmas, and I had to wait till January 10th to see it. And Yeah. I, mean, I know a lot of people were really upset that it won the Golden Globe, but had not gone wide yet. Yeah, that, that is pretty crazy A lot of people me. don't like, understand that how the Golden Globes work. Right, <laughs> but I don't know. Audiences don't vote for the Golden Globes. All the other movies... Were, had had a wide release, right? Uh, at that point? Yeah. So that was just interesting. Yeah. yeah. like, but I, I mean, mean, I get it. I get it that you it put it out at that time. But why not just wide, yeah. wide release it on December 25th? Uh, Star Wars? Get it. Star Wars. Uncut Gems? No. I, mean, I know. I'm no just saying was there wasn't a whole that. lot out. I would out say to get it closer to uh, Oscar nominations. The, fur the further you can put it in the year, the, the more fresh it is right. in people's minds. Because, like me, I believe it's the last one of the Best Picture nominations that I've seen. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's going to be the freshest in my mind. True. And it sure helped its, uh, I'm sure it helped its opening weekend when it won Golden Globes and then went wide the, like, the yeah. weekend it, after. Yeah. Like, it's also a marketing strategy. Right, yeah. 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 So, but, I mean, uh, I don't, I mean, it deserves every award that it, yeah, that I it's think up it's, for. It's, uh, I think it's as... Close to a perfect movie as I've seen this year. Nice. It's insane. It's insane how good this movie is. I'm and, very excited to see it. And this is an insanely good year for movies. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, I don't know if it's my favorite movie that I've seen this year, sure. but I think it is the best movie I've so seen. So are you saying 2019 still? Or are you mm -hmm. saying 2020? Uh, I, I would lump it in with 2019. Because yeah, it's going right, to be a be Right, so you're saying that it's, in the 2019 movies, it's not the best one that you've seen. But it's up or, there. But it's definitely I think it's the there. best. I don't know if it's my favorite. Right. Yeah, there's I, a distinction would, to be yeah. made there. I, I'm going to say that it's probably my favorite. It's really Just because the, the techni technicality of it and just and how... There's an art to it. There's yeah. an art. It's a, and I mean, like, I'm not like a huge war movie guy. No, yeah, me neither. But it's just, it's... And I, I still specifically, seen for that reason. There is one part in the movie that I had some flashbacks to. <laughs> some To my dad, um, bless his soul... <laughs> Showed me Saving Private Ryan when I was oh. eight, eight years old. Ooh. <laughs> My mom came home. And she's like, what'd you guys just finish watching? Dad was like, well, I just put in Saving Private Ryan on VHS. My mom was like, are you kidding me right now? You showed that to your 10-year-old and your 8-year-old. And I'm like crying. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. There's a, a lot of savings. There's a lot of tough scenes in that movie. And there's one particular scene that gave me nightmares. And I won't say which scene it is because it is... There is a scene similar to that in 1917 ah, okay. that hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> I had some flashbacks, yeah. and I was almost... I walked out saying this, but not honestly. But I was like, if I would have known that scene was in there, I would have not seen this movie. Is it, a, it's, is it similar to the opening scene of Tropic Thunder? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's great. That's perfect. Okay. That's platoon. Um, but I, so there is there's some rough stuff in this movie, for uh -huh. sure. And they do a really good job of... Showing how terrible the I, war, the World War was. Yeah, which I mean, After, um, no one needs convincing of that, but it reminds you. Yeah, it, After, there's they walk through no man's land, and they it sure is no man's land. Mm -hmm. It is rough. I uh, after talking to a lot of people after seeing this movie because they were asking me what I thought, mm -hmm. uh, I found out that a lot of people had n have no clue that this is a one shot movie, right? Or that it's anything other than which is crazy because the first time I even saw anything about it wasn't uh, like a Regal had like an in theater promo of like here's how we did the thing, and I never saw that. See, that's that was, good that to was know. Before, I didn't see a trailer 
that was the trailer that yeah. they played. See, was the like only the time Roger Deakins being like, "Here's how we did it." Yeah, the only time I ever saw that it was a one shot movie was on Twitter. It never said it in right. any of the TV ads or anything yeah, else I saw. when you shared that video, that was what I saw in theaters. Yeah, okay. And so a yeah. lot of people that I talked to were like, yeah, I don't really like war movies. And I was like, <laughs> I think you should give this a shot because uh-huh. it's incredibly impressive how they do it. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it, it has exactly what I think Dunkirk does not have. Mm-hmm. Dunkirk is a really good like technical war movie that's but, showing sure. the chaos and how overwhelming war can be. But the characters are lacking. Exactly, and, and the characters are not lacking here. You know, so you're you're basically following like two guys. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I care about them. Mm-hmm. From like ten minutes in, I was like, "Oh no, I really care about uh-huh. both these guys." Right, and uh, you don't get that at all in Dunkirk. Right, and so it's, it's more about the war itself, and right. not. And so it makes the characters the war in Dunkirk, while yeah, these right. two guys are the characters, in this. and it and makes even it like difficult. I mean, it, and again, you were showing saying like in the trailers, it shows a lot of the. Famous people that are in it, uh-huh. and even those characters are like, I love these people. These guys, even the small parts right. that they get, mm-hmm. are just like, oh man, they're, that's a great character. I, like, what's his name? That's uh, he's Moriarty and Sherlock. Oh, Adam Scott, I, Andrew Scott, Andrew, Andrew Scott. Scott. He's so uh-huh. good. He's, he's yeah. so good in this movie. Yeah, I loved incredible. him in the, in the movie, and, and I didn't even know he was in it until he, he showed up. Oh yeah, I, I, it's, he's in the trailer. He's the one that says like, that's the German front. He's in the trailer. I didn't even notice it. I saw the trailer a lot. Yeah. I saw on Hulu, I have ads, and you can't skip them. Yeah. And I I think I said it on the last podcast, but it was like, or maybe when we weren't recording, but it was like every, like between every episode of Letterkenny I was watching last week, it was the same promotional see it in theaters ad for 1917, Mm -hmm. which is like, the critics say, it's outstanding. It's a masterpiece. And it was like, that was the trailer, was just all the critics praise for the movie. And so it was like every, maybe five to ten minutes, I got that same exact yeah. look over and over. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't even really want to see this movie <laughs> Too much <laughs> like, advertising. It was the same exact ad. I don't feel like it's, I mean, it takes place during war. But that's not, it's not even like a war movie. If you think about a war movie, you're like, oh, there's battles, people shooting at each other mm. a bunch. It's not, not even really. that. It's not it's even not. Yeah, it's two guys. It's just in case you haven't seen anything for it or anything, but there's two guys that have to get from point A to point B within a day to deliver a message. To deliver a message, and that's that's what it is. And they have to, yeah, they have to cross into no man's land and into enemy territory. But like, I mean, there's yeah, there's no like shootouts, like battles, and like uh-huh. expl- I mean, there's explosions. There, there but it's not like trying to avoid the battle. Right, there's exactly. One big yeah, main battle scene that. Might be the most impressive shot in the movie, which I'm pretty yes. sure I've seen yes, because it's you have. the long tracking shot of the explosions. But that's right? but even and I don't think this is spoiling anything. That, I mean, one of the most impressive parts about that is that's like five minutes into an already like you could tell this is where they started this tracking oh, shot. Wow. It's, so it's like all the stuff leading up to it, and then you have that shot, and then it goes on after that for like a long time. Because I'm like I. I Again, knew going in that it was going to be a one shot. So I was like, I'm going to watch and try to see like where, where it they cuts. And, and you can yeah. definitely see some of the times like when they go past a rock or like over a hill uh-huh. or like past a tree. But other than that, I was so sucked in and uh-huh. like focused on the movie mm-hmm. that I like found myself like when it would do that rock thing, I was like, oh yeah, I need to be. I was going to watch for those things, yeah. but I'm just so you're sucked so in, in so immersed into it that you like. And, and because it's one shot, you're mm-hmm. so immersed. There's no like cutting or anything. I mean, we kind of got screwed with. 
I mean, we were like, we got to see it in Dolby, and then Dolby screwed us a little bit because it, it seemed really? like their projector was uh, it kept oh. like crapping out, darking or getting dark a little darker and then getting lighter. Getting oh, darker. it was like auto-focusing yeah, almost, almost. Yeah. And uh, the first oh. one, I was like, oh, is that where it cuts? But no. then very quickly, I was like, oh, no, they wouldn't put that in the movie. Yeah. And like, so that, I was like, oh. And I, like, hyped it up to my brother-in-law, Jason. I was like, Dolby's the best. And that happened, I was like, oh. I mean, I well. still think that was the way to see it. Well, yeah, for sure. It but was, it was annoying. I wanted my money back. You didn't go ask. I should have. I asked you if you, we wanted to, and you were like, no. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> you were just still thinking I'm, I'm not gonna, Yeah, I'm not going to actually ask for my money back. I was like, we're down here. You want to go ask? I need my money back from the best movie that I've seen this yeah. year. It was great. Can I go see it again, please? <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> fix, your, fix your projector first. The, uh, yeah, I think that, like, honestly, it de- this movie deserves best picture. Wow. Yep. But and I don't think it would be a good look for the Oscars to give it Best Picture. Because right. I know a lot a of people are going to go, oh, it's another period piece war movie. How typical of the Oscars. But it's like... Right. But like, so it's up, it's up for Best Director, I feel like. He deserves it for Best Director. It's up for... what for. Yeah. No one's going to be happy with anybody who wins in that category yeah. because right. of all the problems. Yes, but... Like, Him or Bong Joon-ho. I mean, it isn't yeah. up for cinema, cinematography. Uh, yes. Cinematography. So, cinematography, and it and deserves for that. And if they fuck over my boy Deacons again, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I mean, he's won. He finally won, didn't he? For Blade Runner. Yeah, okay, yeah. So he has But won, he deserves but every he does, Oscar. Yeah. I mean, it was... They should give him an original and then, score Oscar. I think it's <laughs> up for both of the sound ones, and I don't. I never. I always forget which one's which when it comes to those, but it uh, deserves one of those. I, yeah, probably both. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's... it's Whatever it's up for, it's great. I am a little surprised. I mean, knowing who's um, up for um, lead actor, it makes sense that he didn't hit that. But the fact that, like, one of them or both of them didn't get nominated because of the feat that they had to do for right, that. Yeah. Of, like, they said that, like, the long they had to do a nine minutes was the longest time where they were sure. filming the whole time. But, like, they had, they had to prepare six months beforehand before they even started to film. Fortunately, to, like, that's never why the... Award is right, yeah, awarded. it's yeah, it's, it's not, not for, for what you put into it. It's just what the performance, you, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's usually for delivering a good, a good monologue. Right, it's generally yeah. how that is yeah. awarded. But it, there's even one. I we were looking up stuff after we saw the movie that there is a nighttime scene. It's all nighttime, and it's and, pretty much only shot. It's only lit, lit with flares. And then mm-hmm. it, I saw behind the scenes thing, and it was shot during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, day <laughs> for crazy. night. I that's saw nuts. something. Um, it was like someone picked apart on Twitter the the original trailer I'd seen. It's like the look behind how they filmed like yeah. that. A bunch of the scenes, and it was like the big mm-hmm. bombing scene. There's a road in the center of that, like mountain that they were going across, and that's like they had to digitally remove it from every uh, single yeah. frame. Well, yeah, I could see the behind the scenes like uh-huh. where the explosions happen. They like have the little thing there uh-huh. where the explosion actually happens, but they obviously like put the grass over the top yeah. of that. But that's just. Oh, it's insane. It's such a... It's, I can't, it's can't talk enough about it, how awesome that movie yeah. is. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I I will skip the one scene that gives me flashbacks, but... <laughs> I, I've often said, because I'm also not a huge fan of war movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and You love war movies. Not really. Your favorite is uh, Hamburger Hill. You love that movie. Hamburger Hill, my favorite. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh. No, I'm um, not a huge fan of like... Platoon. Stri- I, I think Platoon's fine. Pearl Harbor is your favorite movie. Oh, fuck you. Uh, the last half hour, maybe. Yeah. But uh, I... Pretty much every time I watch a war movie, I'm like, it's good. Mm-hmm. Is it better than Saving Private Ryan? And right. the answer is usually no. no. Yeah. And I think this is the first one that I've watched and gone, 
hmm, it might be. Mm-hmm. It might be better or at least on par. Yeah. Nice. So, well, I mean, that's what I compared it to when I saw it. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's yeah. the only one that I could think of comparing it to. Exactly. So, so uh, yeah, job well done, 1917. I mean, I'll go see it with you in theaters. If you want to go see it in theaters, I'll, I'll go, go see I'll it go again. I'll see it again. Yeah. Uh, I wish I had money to do that. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> we'll uh, see it when it comes out, for sure. All right. Well, uh, do you guys have anything else, or is it just me? I got a couple things. Old oh, talk. It's very, it's very short. Um, my girlfriend and I this week watched the first season of the Frankenstein Chronicles. They're on Netflix. Have you guys seen uh-huh. or heard that? No. no. It was a so spooky? a little spooky. So it's uh, it's in this tradition that the BBC does every couple of years. They um, adapt a classic uh, old story, usually like science fiction. The- the new Dracula on yes, Netflix that's the is exact based same. off a seventies Dracula that the BBC did. That's funny. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's a long-standing tradition that they kind of like every handful of years they readapt something for like a modern, more modern retelling. And so the Dracula had just premiered, but I wasn't like quite ready to sit down and watch. I think there's only three episodes. Yeah. I wasn't ready to watch that necessarily. Is so. it live action? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. It's not and, Castlevania. Uh, yeah, no, it's not Castlevania. I was, I was like, I haven't uh, heard of either of these things. Oh, really? The the <laughs> Dracula one's a big deal. Uh-uh. But it's... Yeah. it's It's got uh, the guys who did Doctor Who and Sherlock. Oh, cool. Are behind it. I heard the first couple episodes are great, and then the third episode kind of shits itself, is, mm. is what I heard. But then there's, like, everyone who's, like, really into horror likes all three episodes. Yeah. Um, regardless, the Frankenstein Chronicles is one they did in 2015 starring Sean Bean. Ooh, oh fuck! Yeah. My boy. And so the, it's it's a new take on boy. Frankenstein, where I think the interesting um, gimmick to it is that Mary Shelley and Frankenstein the book exist in this universe, and instead oh, it is that like Sean Bean is like a cop, and he finds a girl, no he finds a girl <laughs> washed up on the beach, and she is like he's like oh shit a dead girl, and he looks at her and she's like been sewn together everywhere. It turns Ooh. out she was eight different people sewn together into one Shit. body. So they're trying to solve someone who is piecing people together like a Frankenstein. And Mary Shelley's bringing there. them back to life or no? That's it involves that. Oh, it, okay. it does a it starts as like an investigation into like who is like a serial killer and piecing people paranormal. together. Not no, not paranormal, okay. but it's it is a readaptation of Frankenstein itself. Okay. Which is it's fun and it's inventive in the way that it is about, like it, it covers all the themes and like important stuff that's in Frankenstein, like what it means to be like create life and like what kind of person you would be to do that and the implications. Mm-hmm. What it means to be human. <laughs> and Sean Bean's like, <sighs> I don't know what that. There's a um, uh, Captain Kirk when uh, Spock dies. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good call. H- human. <laughs> Wow. Uh, we met him. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's like uh, Sean Bean's got, his character's got like a tortured backstory, and he's got syphilis, which in that day and age, it's, it is in the same time as like Frankenstein, the book is set. Mm-hmm. So like they don't have a cure for it other than like take mercury, which gives you like hallucinations yeah. and visions. Uh, so he's like losing his mind the whole time. Well, there's no oh, cure yeah. for syphilis now, right? Andy, you told me that. What? <laughs> You promised me there was. I told you. I could do something. Yikes. <laughs> anyway, there are two seasons. Uh, they made the second... The first. This first one's in 2015, and the second one is in 2017, and it is set... 
they haven't officially canceled the show. It's just like the BBC knowing them it'll be another five years. They're like, oh yeah, series three is coming. Right. That's it's. I haven't. We haven't started season two. Is it Sean Bean again? Yeah, in oh, okay, season cool. two it is. Yeah. But I was like, when we got done with season one, it's like it's six episodes. Both seasons are six episodes, and in the second season, three years have passed, which it's been about three years since the first season happened. Oh, okay. So I was like, I, I don't know. Like they, they, they do leave it open ended. But I was like, you told the story. I don't know, mm-hmm. like, how you do another six episodes other than, like, wrap up Loose Ends for six episodes. I don't right. But I checked it. It was not officially canceled, so I'm interested in, in seeing it. It's, um, yeah, Sean Bean and, like, the other big, the only person who's, like, famous now, kind of, that's in it is uh, Vanessa Kirby. Oh, she, hell yeah. yeah I like, love her. I was staring at it, and I'm like, oh, how do I recognize this face? And then I just looked up her name and was like, oh, because I've seen... Hobbs and Shaw, the trailer. Oh. I haven't even seen her in it. She's, she's great. Old, she was older her. than I thought she was. Yeah, but I was like, oh, okay. And she was in uh, Fallout. She was in Mission Impossible Which Fallout. I also have not seen. Oh, whoa! You haven't seen Fallout? No. Oh well, add it to the list. Fuck. I know I'm behind. You could toss the coins to your Witcher in that one. <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. I could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's inventive. I am a big fan of. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and Bram Stoker's Dracula. So I was like, oh, cool. why don't we watch this? And my girlfriend also likes Frankenstein and uh, Sean Bean. So I was like, yeah, hell yeah, let's put this on. Mm-hmm. And then we watched it in like two and a half days. Nice. It's, so, I mean, it's a fun But you already watch. know what happens at the end. Sean Bean dies because that's that's got to happen. No. Sean Bean dies in everything he's in. Well, see, here's the thing. Yeah? He is in season two, so I don't but know. But he dies at the end. Maybe he does. Whenever haven't They haven't canceled it yet. It. The end, is, the end hasn't happened yet, you know but he will like, die at the end. You know there is, like, a series in, like, of movies in, like, the UK where he is, like, an action star that continues throughout multiple movies? He's, like... It's yes, I think else. they had it at Walmart when we were there. He's, like, I was everywhere else it. he yeah. fucking dies at the end of every movie. Yeah. But then in that series, he's, like, he's the like, long-running right, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's fun. Cool. I'll check um, it out, because I've never even heard of it, but it sounds great. Yeah, I hadn't either. Yeah. And I was, like... And I saw it was BBC, and I was, like, well, why don't we do this before we do Dracula? Sweet. And uh, the only other thing I watched, I watched today, and it was because of YouTube bullying me. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do best. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of informational videos on YouTube, cooking and financial stuff and how-to videos and shit like that, and I don't have a premium account, so I get ads, and ads are more and more prevalent on YouTube by the day, and so some of the videos I've been watching have like six ad breaks in them for mm-hmm. a 20-minute video, mm-hmm. and so last night I got one that was for... Like I think it premiered last week on NBC. It's a brand new show they have called. Uh, fuck, I forgot what it was called. Zoe's Fantastic Playlist or some extraordinary I playlist. I think it's this week. I think it hadn't premiered yet. Oh. I think it's like tonight. Interesting. Watch it tonight. Yeah. yeah. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. No. no. Oh. Zoe's extraordinary. Playlist. It's where she hears people's thoughts, but they're in. They yeah, sing so them, right? it's. Uh, I, I skipped it yesterday because my girlfriend and I were both watching Can't the video. Believe it just has the whole episode as an ad. It used to be. It used to be common on YouTube that that kind of shit would happen. Where like, but anyone could sponsor a video as an ad. So like, I remember there was there was a time there like was... five years ago where an ad would pop up and it would be like someone just put an ad on like an episode of Naruto and Naruto would play. There was for <laughs> a promotion for the Lego movie too. Oh really? There the entire first Lego movie was an ad on YouTube mm-hmm. for it would just start playing the first Lego wow. movie. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. But it's like the idea of it is so insane when you're just watching 
Like, well, you said you were watching like a 13 minute video. Yeah, I was watching like a, a 13 or 14 minute cooking video, and four minutes in, an ad break comes on. It's like that's gonna be a fucking Honda ad, which is like half of them right now on mm-hmm. that channel. And I it loads up, and it's uh, the one of the main le- the male lead of the show is um, guy from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, the love interest in Pitch Perfect, mm-hmm. and he's like introducing it. He's like, "Here's the pilot episode of our new show. Hope you like it." And it's like the counter pops up and it's just 43 minutes 59 yeah. seconds and it's like we're not watching this so we fucking skipped it i was like that's insane and then today i was watching another cooking video that was like 20 minutes long about 10 minutes in the ad comes up i go i'm not fucking watching that and i skipped it <laughs> it wants you to watch and then it. at 18 minutes in out of 22 minutes or so it came on again i was like you know what let's just let's watch it you know what fine <laughs> Yeah. You got me. So I watched it, and it's very annoying to watch a show that is presented as an ad because you can't make any mistakes with your remote. Mm-hmm. If I was to, at any point, the skip ad button keeps on the screen the entire time, and so does the Ooh, counter telling you how long it is. I so like the stakes. If I ever pressed like a button on my remote, it would just skip it. And like you see a counter of how long the episode is the entire time it's counting down, which is not a fun way to watch something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you just know when it's gonna how closer it is to yeah. end it. Uh, but yeah, the the kind of it seems like there's a ever since Glee premiered, there's like this want every few years for a network show to be like, we want to have our own jukebox musical show that like you can license and make a bunch of money off of, like mm. licensing popular songs and doing stuff. There was a, I know there was a one a couple of years ago that had Catherine McPhee in it, Broadway or Cabaret. Smash, Smash, that was it. And I think there's been at least another one. But yeah, this seems to be like in that same line where it's like <clears> a, it's a dramedy. Yeah. Where there's musical breakout performances. So it's, yeah. uh, it's like the idea is she gets, this girl who's like works at a tech company gets an MRI scan and she, <coughs> like the, as like a gag, the, um, her, the guy conducting the scan puts on like a playlist of music to go on at, like, the same time to relax her, but the joke is, like, the first song is R.E.M.'s uh, It's the End of the World, as we know it. Because oh. she, oh. she's, like, scared of the machine. Like, can, we, can we change the song, please? And then a fucking earthquake happens. And because of magic, she mm-hmm. suddenly... I'm in Like, once she leaves the, the thing, her brain has now been rewired so that she just sees people in her everyday life, and instead of talking to her, she then, like... It's not everyone, but, like, in certain moments, they reveal their most innermost thoughts as, like, a musical choreographed performance, where they yeah. just do a jukebox musical style. Well, right, it, but it is a, it's not, like, a new song, it's a, like, a... Right, it's race, jukebox music. Jukebox, yes. Yeah, yeah. It is all popular songs that already exist. Right. Like, the, she's, like, one of the first things that happens is, like, a crowd starts singing Help from the Beatles. Okay. And it's, like, there's... There's a lot of that. There's the first episode's got uh, a, a lonely guy singing uh, Mad World from Tears for Fears mm-hmm. and a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. The humor <laughs> didn't land a lot. Wait, no, Raymond, this ad was supposed to work. You're supposed to now be your favorite show. I was just telling my girlfriend because she messaged me while we were watching Free Fire and said she got the ad again oh. watching something else. You, said, it didn't get rid of it by watching it? No. Oh. No. And, uh, Gotta watch at least three times. <laughs> And so I was like, you know what? It was okay. Pilot episodes are hard. Yeah. You're really trying to sell someone on the concept early. Yeah. And it's not, it's not 
like the whole I feel like the whole thing that like you're gonna be really invested in the show for is seeing people come on and do songs. Which was Just what like, Glee was. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it, she doesn't sing. The main girl does not sing or has not yet. But like like there's multiple characters that have sang and like the reveal at the end of the episode there's two there's two big reveals in the end of the episode where like her dad is played by the dad from the O C which I can't remember his name, but he's been sure. around a long time. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because that show's from like 15 years ago and mm-hmm. he's still playing a dad to like a 20-something. She yeah. plays like 25 maybe. <laughs> and uh, he's like, he's got like a debilitating life-ending illness where he's gone like into a catatonic state. And so that's why she's like worried that she's going to have whatever disease. So that's why she goes to get an MRI. Right, yeah. But like at the end of the episode, she's like, Sure wish she would talk to me because my life's going crazy right now. And all of a sudden, he just like breaks out of it and does a song, uh, and then he finishes the song and goes back into a catatonic state. I was like, that's that's an interesting way to tell that kind of story. Yeah, right. But also, a lot of like the humor in it is not good mm-hmm. in the pilot episode, at the very least. And then like the songs, you have to be like, I feel like if you didn't like a certain song that they're going to choose, it's not good for like four or five minutes of an, a forty-two minute episode. So it's like, if you don't like the song choices, you're not going to like the episode. And you become... couldn't skip. No. Because <laughs> it would not. skip the whole thing. Right. It's like, it's, it might, maybe it evens out. I was kind of interested in it, but I, it's not like I would, it's not appointment so viewing. So the ad kind of worked. Well, mm. I wouldn't have watched it otherwise. Hear that, YouTube? <laughs> Give him the second episode. It kind of... doesn't give him the suck. Oh. I was like, what? That's sure. a departure, but oh, I, okay, yeah, I guess. Too, give him the suck. Love that algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if it, there's another like couple episodes, I'd check it out, but it really is going to be reliant on if the script improves and how good the song performances are, because it seems like, unless there's going to be like a guest performance every couple episodes, it's going to be like the main cast is singing to you. Right. So... They better have like a rotating good song list. Mm-hmm. It's like I think someone does um, a song from Chris Brown. Oh no, oh. it's whoever whoever does "All I Do Is Win." Is that him or is that no? Someone? That's T Pain. Oh, is it T Pain? Yeah, someone does an "All I Do Is Win" performance. I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was like a full. Like, it, the joke is that, like, the guy is, like, a nice guy to her at work. The, uh... And he's, he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you. No matter what happens, like, in regards to this promotion they're both up for. And then he starts talking and just switches to him going, because all I do is win. It's like a whole choreographed performance where he's just talking about how cool he is. It's uh... like, it's a, okay, that's a funny joke for 30 seconds, but it's like a full two and a half minute yeah. Good. thing. It's like, ah, that doesn't work. The problem, because uh, I know Sammy was there. Uh, when Glee first came out, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that first half of that first season was really good. I remember the the uh, "Don't Stop Believing" trailer that promoted like the show, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, and I never watched the show past the first season. The first season of that <laughs> show was really good, and uh, it was because it uh, you cared about the characters, and mm-hmm. then they became uh, oh the one note characters after mm-hmm. that, and and the, it came all about what song was going to play instead and, of what the show was. And the thing yeah. was in in the first season of the show, it was what what songs can we get that will benefit the story, uh-huh. and then it very much turned into how can we write a story based on what songs right. we can get. Because yes. it ended yep. up being like stuff like Madonna Week or you yes. Know, yes, Lady Gaga Week, Lady Gaga yeah. Week, shit like that, Rocky Horror. Uh huh. Yeah. Which that's funny to do as like a gimmick for an episode, but when you have like that's every of those, week, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. 
in that show was like it, like Kurt was the gay character, mm-hmm. and he quickly became that his entire personality was he's gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had no personality outside of the fact that he was gay. Yep. Like every story he had had to do with that. So I, the last musical number of the pilot episode is like her male best friend throughout the whole show, seat in the whole episode, which is the guy from Pitch Perfect. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's like he's like, oh yeah, I, ha- I guess I haven't really told you that like shit's going crazy right now for me. And then he's like, oh no, it's good. And then he breaks into a song that's like a Broadway performance, and oh, she's like, I don't know what the hell this song is. And then he, it's like it breaks into like I'm in love with you, and it's like a whole oh, number. Gotcha. And it's like, wow, oh, that's a little. All right, we've already gone the room. She's like going, oh yikes. And that's the end of the first episode. It's like, oh, well, I don't know how inventive you can get from there because I already know exactly where like three of these plot lines are going. Right. But I don't wish it any ill will. Maybe it picks up. Yeah. Pilot episodes are hard. Yeah. YouTube is on NBC. Bully you. It's on the old Peacock. Gonna be on All right. Peacock. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I watched. Cool. Uh, there's only one thing I want to talk about, and it's gonna be old news by the time this episode comes out. But mm-hmm. uh, I just want to say, I don't know what episode it was, but we called it that Billie Eilish would be the James Bond. I'm so oh, fucking yeah. We We just I'm randomly so were like, who that. would we want to do it? And we said Billie, Billie Eilish. Eilish. And so funny sure enough. I wouldn't have thought she would be it. But, like, I guess it's, I think, they chase popular performers. Yeah, right. It's so funny to think that that's the direction they went. I, I would have seen that coming. I think that, like, a lot of her singles are very much her whisper singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, a lot, like, she is a very talented singer. Yes. And she has, a, like, a pretty sultry voice that mm-hmm. I feel like... Okay, calm down. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't say sexy. <laughs> now you did. I didn't say that. <laughs> it sounds like you did, though. No, I didn't. It sounds Andy, like Andy, I did. saw him on Twitter, and he was like, oh, man, she just turned 18. Oh, did <laughs> I? I'm not the woman hater here. I know, I'm not saying it. You're saying you're going after oh, her because you're 18. fuck you. It doesn't sound like you hate women at all. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> We're getting the fuck off of this this little tangent. Yeah, it's uh, The song's being written by her, her and her brother, which uh-huh. is all of her songs. So yeah. Hopefully that's good. Uh-huh. Because that's that's a good track record so far. But I just can't imagine... It's been a while since we've had a inventive. It's been since Casino Royale, I think. Because, mm-hmm. like, Another Way to Die, the Jack White one, is fun, but it's not, like, it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. And him and Alicia Keys. Adele was very much a throwback. Skyfall Skyfall was very much yeah. a, a throwback to, like, the Shirley Bassey. And, and then Sam Smith is a throwback to that one. To Adele, yeah. <laughs> I think that, song's, uh, that song grew on me, but like it's it. very much a... It's very much in that same vein. I still feel like they wrote that song for Adele. It feels like it. And then she couldn't do it, so they said, all right, Sam, or at least like a duet between the two. And they're like, all right, Sam, you're doing both both. parts. (laughs) Yep. Heard the one that uh, Radiohead did? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty Pretty good, good. but it feels like more the one that would be over like an ending theme over Mm -hmm. the beginning of the movie. uh, But I think that they most of the time do well when they go after like new popular artists. Sure. So I could see if it's... In the vein of her, like, You Should See Me in a Crown song. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be, that would be cool, because I I really like that song. But, yeah, I I don't know what direction they'll take with it, but she's the the Bond Bond guy. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) No, that's not what I want. But, yeah, so, I mean, (laughs) I think that it will probably surprise people. Mm-hmm. With how I, I don't think well, at least surprise out. the people that are all pissed about I, it. Yeah, yeah. I well, think I everyone know. that's on board is going to like it whenever it comes whenever it comes out. Which I will hear it 
when I sit down and see it in yep, the theater. I'm gonna do my best to avoid it as well. I don't Which know is... what I don't know why they were doing interviews for like whoever interviewed the broccoli lady for something. Oh. But like they she said some dumb shit again. She said some dumb shit and then when I read the thing it was like, well she just didn't word it very well. Right. But they always the broccoli's never say things right. in a good way. But it was like they Bunch were it was like I saw an article that was like What's what's the future for James Bond hole? I was like, why are we talking about the future? This movie hasn't come out yet. Yeah, <laughs> you could save that for after this movie comes out. Right. Why are we speculating yeah. on the future of the series? Right, <laughs> make make finish this one. <laughs> yeah, why are we talking so, about the future? Very that, excited for that. That's all I have for mm. catch up. I haven't I didn't see anything else. That's, what, that's all you got for Heinz. Uh, that's all I got. That's all you got. For... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just have a couple things uh, because the weather here has been shit. Yes, it and is. I have not wanted, I have not really wanted to leave the house very much. Mm, so, yeah. I, except for nineteen seventeen, I didn't go see anything in theaters. Mm. So mostly, oh, me, me and Emily spent our uh, weekend watching whatever we could find on streaming. And sure. and Emily uh, loves horror movies, mm-hmm. so yep. we were like, let's uh, plow through this horror section. Uh, I had never seen any of the Final Destination movies. What? So we the watched... first two are good. <laughs> I, uh, I've seen the second one. I think that's the only one I've seen. I will... Uh, I've seen through four. ...counter you there, and mm. I think the third one is the best out of all of them. Oh, I can't remember it very well. See, okay, so we watched one, two, and three. I didn't okay. watch four or five. But I think I've heard, two is great. I've heard that four and five are not very good. Mm-hmm. Is there another one after that? Or yes, is it, yes, it goes... The, the Final Destination. It's The Final Destination, right. and then they made Final Destination 5. Oh, cool. And apparently they're working on a new one. It's right. going to come out next year. Okay. Um, but the first one I thought was like an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it's written and directed by uh, one of the producers of the X-Files. Oh, sure. And the original okay. idea was pitched as an X-Files episode. It feels very much like that when you watch it after you know that. That makes sense. Yes. So so the, the high school kids getting on mm-hmm. a flight to, to Paris, and one of the kids has a premonition about mm-hmm. the plane blowing up. He freaks out, and a bunch of people end up getting off. Because he sees everybody die, mm-hmm. and then the plane blows up, and then death is coming for all of them in the order that he saw them. And die, he's right? pissed. Yeah, and it's a fun. Yeah, you can't cheat death. Yeah, it it was fun watching a movie that was so insanely made in the year two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because we don't really get horror movies like that anymore. Uh, the later ones become like a game of mousetrap. Yes. Towards the end. <laughs> and and I will say that the second one I think really nails the down the formula. I of love what that they do. second one. I thought the second one was. I don't remember it. I thought the I second one was pretty good. I liked mm-hmm. it. I think I liked it more than the second one. I really liked the beginning of the second one, mm-hmm. which is the log, the log, yeah. the log truck. Yeah. I think that whole sequence I've, is great. I thought about that forever. Yeah, and I think ever, everyone has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, after that, I don't think I there's that much either. memorable in it. But that right. scene is great. That's mostly what I remember. Exactly. Yes. And that scene is great. It's memorable. Uh-huh. It's the reason they made a third one. Uh-huh. I think the third one's the best because it stars Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, really? She's the main character, and it's the roller coaster one. Oh! oh okay. And that one's Oh, great. I remember that set piece. It okay. also, her main, uh, her boyfriend who dies uh, in the middle of it is the bad guy from uh, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Oh. The, the creepy, oh. the Chad guy. Chad. God, that's uh, funny. Okay. And he is a total douche and dies mm. right away. Um, he knew and, his market. And the kid from Luck of the Irish is the... Uh, Ryan like the I think so. He's like the main... <laughs> Why do you know the that? The main guy in a lot of them. Oh, okay. And I think that that movie really nails... It, like, it perfects the... It, you know exactly what's going to happen, mm-hmm. and then it's fun ways of watching these people die. Yeah. And I think that uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is a very likable character. She's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, everyone else is very unlikable, and I, that's sure. exactly what you want in you a slasher movie. Tony Todd plays mm-hmm. Death. Oh, fine. He's great in everything mm-hmm. he shows up in. Uh, we also Death is literally in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I they, thought it was just like an invisible thing making things happen. No, they go and they find Tony Later. Todd, who works in a, a morgue, and is basically Death. Oh. And he's like, "Well, you can't escape me." And they're like, "Well, we're gonna try." And he's like, "All right, good luck." Cool. Uh, but yeah, I thought those movies were really fun. Uh, one of the funniest things, and I don't understand it, is uh, Sean William Scott is in right? the first movie. Uh-huh. I yeah. cannot tell what age he's supposed to be in the movie mm. because he's a high school kid, but he go- he's wearing shorts and like a striped t-shirt and goes everywhere on his bike and nice. is a very whiny kid. Whiny kid. He's the one that's so scared of everything. So like 14 or less. But he's the one that the It's like he's the trying train, to play a 12 year old. The train hook takes his head. Oh, it absolutely So I does. think that's the one that I've seen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it has a great uh, moment. The first kill is them mm-hmm. figuring it out that like death is going to come for all of them and one of the girls goes, why don't you just drop fucking dead as she walks out and gets hit by a bus. <laughs> that scene's great. Uh-huh. And, and also like just the prep we were talking, we were like, if this movie didn't come out in 2000, it would have never been released no. because it is about a plane blowing up. Right. Uh, like, if it would have come out later, a year later, this movie would never made it and you would never have this franchise. Right. Jeez. Uh, but I I enjoyed them. I don't think I'll watch four or five, but if they made a new one, I'd go watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got the structure of the franchise. What's going to happen. Yeah. And I really enjoyed Final Destination 3. Great. Yeah, it's fun. What else? Did you watch any uh, other horrors? Yes. Me and Emily watched... Happy Death Day to You, the second Ooh. movie in the Happy Death Day. Now, I have not seen Happy Death Day 1. Just oh. skipping right over it. But I saw the trailer for Happy Death Day 2, which completely ruins the entirety of the first movie. Uh. And after watching Happy Death Day to You, I can confirm, you don't need to see anything from Happy Death Day because that trailer spoiled it and it does a good enough job of, like, if you know the premise of what happens, that it's like Groundhog Day mm-hmm. and she keeps getting murdered, mm-hmm. that's all you really need to know for the second one. Right. And uh, I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed these movies. Nice. Uh, a really, like, effective horror comedy that mm-hmm. didn't feel... It was a horror comedy that didn't feel campy or, like, it was, like, we're in on the joke that it's, like, campy. Right. It was, like, actually a comedy that also had scary elements to it. So, like, Scream almost. Yeah, but even Scream is has an element of they're like campy. they're campy and okay, you're in on right, the joke. Right. Like Happy Death Day, it, it felt like a. Comedy. I was just saying like a horror comedy that does it right. Yeah. Scream. Yes. Yeah. And I think that the the main girl does a lot to really be likable, mm-hmm. um, and I want her to win. And uh, a surprisingly emotional arc mm-hmm. for her. Uh, is yeah. it because she's eighteen? No, she's not. <laughs> oh, you fucking no. asshole. <laughs> Oh my god, you piece of shit. <laughs> well, it is her birthday. How old is she? I think she's like 20. You would know. <laughs> I think. Yeah, you know her age, huh? You would oh know. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I noticed in the in Happy Death Day to You that the movie is very, very influenced by Back to the Future Part 2. Oh, so no fun. wonder you liked it. In fact, they even have a discussion about uh, Back to the Future Part 2. As the best movies do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even the there's a couple times where uh, I was noticing things Emily is not as familiar with Back to the Future as I am it is one of my favorite movies of Mm -hmm. all time Uh, so when the score was and two of your other favorite movies of all time are Back to the Future 1 and Back to the Future 3 yeah okay 3 is but it's still one of his favorite movies of all time I like I will defend 3 but it's the worst out of all of them yes Uh, by a mile 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, it, like, the character has a realization and the little musical cue is exactly what is Back to the Future-esque. Oh, uh, funny. Uh, there's a montage of her uh, killing herself over and over so she can restart the day, and one of them, she jumps into a wood chipper that's being operated by Biff's cleaning crew. Oh, fun. Uh, it, yeah, it's super fun. Lots of fun little things like that. There's tons of, like, 80s references on the posters of the walls mm. of the dorm and stuff. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it, and I'm sad because the second one made not very much money. Mm. Probably because not a... I mean, uh, I think the first one was pretty successful, both critically and uh, in audiences. I never heard anything about a sequel. But I was really bummed when I saw the sequel trailer, and it completely ruined... Like, it's straight uh. up in, like, the first ten seconds of the trailer, she says, this person was the killer and was trying to kill yeah. me, and mm. says what happens at the end of the movie. Uh. And so, so both... We watched it on HBO, mm-hmm. and both movies are on it, and Emily was like, I don't even want to watch the first one because we know exactly what happens. Right. So, like, what's... Where the, and in the Happy Death Day to You, she does a little bit of a recap of what you sure. need to know. So... Right. And, uh, I mean, they're not going to make a third one because you can't come up with a funny pun title with three. Right. I think they could do a third one, but I don't think they will because To You did not do very well. Right. Mm. So, uh, I really enjoyed that. Nice. Good. And, uh... Anything else? No, I think that's it. Wow. All that I want to talk about. Okay. That's (laughs) creepy. (laughs) Gotta have some secrets for myself. Oh, right. No. (laughs) Don't like that. All right. Well... None of us do. I guess uh, that's wrapping things up on another episode of Never Seen Any of This. If we, uh... If you want to uh, get out in that Tweetoverse and tweet at us. Is that what it's called? That's Yeah. 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 Tweet over. Tweet, tweet at us. Toss, tweet, a, tweet. toss a coin to your boys. Our uh, Twitter is at NSAOTPod. Mm-hmm. And uh, our Gmail is never seen any of this pod at oh, gmail.com. We almost lost it. You can follow us on Letterboxd. Yeah. Which is. Which I'm falling I'm behind Twitter on accounts. that, but I got to get back on that. I've just caught back up, which is very easy because I'm only watching like one movie a week. Right. I just <laughs> recently rated Final Destination and my review I wrote in there. What age is Sean William Scott playing? <laughs> Good. So go like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you're on Letterboxd, go to our Twitter account at NSAOT Pod, and I've got it pinned there, and you can follow yeah. us individually. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Sweet. So, uh, another week down. Uh, we'll be back next week. I think it's my turn to pick the movie. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'll put you through some sort of hell. Oh, I'm fuck. sure. Oh. I'll pick something nice and fucked no. up. So, uh, Why is that your thing? I don't know. It's but just it, become your thing. But come back next week uh, when we will be watching Sallow or 120 Days of Song. No! So uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week on Never Seen Any of This. Bye! No. Bye.